is Rebecca from the Arab Generation. Uh, you're listening to Mascapades Podcast. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. Happy hump day, everybody. We're halfway through the work week. Yes, that is right. You've made it to the halfway point onto the weekend. This is Nick, and I'm here always with Vicky, and you're listening to the number one podcast entertains the space between your ears. It is episode 348, Nick, and we will be giving you the latest Disney news, rumors, and some history. But before we get started, we always want you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. And if I know my good friend Nick, he's over there pulling that up as I speak so that he can tell you what blogs are up by Van de Bean this week. No, you were giving me the eye and I, I didn't have it pulled up. You always I'm have like it pulled up. frantically typing it and... Now, at this point, I can just type in W and it pops right up. Oh, okay. There you go, Walt Express. That's how many times I, I look at your website. That's right. On a daily basis. But yes, we do have some uh, blogs, some posts up there by Van Bean and Mandy Middleton. So let's check this out. We have what to expect in Disney World during the month of November. And we also have four thoughts on It's a Small World in, Fant- in Fantasyland. Excuse me. I almost said Fantastic Land. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Uh-huh. I don't know where I was going with That's that. That's where my but- brain went. Definitely go ahead and check them out. Become that Disney expert for deals, tips, and all things Disney. WaltExpress.com. First off, Vicky, before we get started, man, I just want to talk about my weekend this past weekend. Went out to Whiteman Air Force Base. And, you know, I have, what, eight or nine months until I'm hanging my hat up, which I, I cannot wait for that. Took my last PT test. And if I can get a round of applause, uh, Brad, for that one, because I will tell you, the older I get, the harder these tests have become. I'll tell you that right now. So I'm very stoked about that. Got the bounce back and forth on both sides of the state there in St. Louis and outside Kansas City. So it was really good to uh, meet and greet and uh, meet up with some people that I haven't seen for a while. Very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. But you know what? It got me thinking about Walt Disney. We have a friend down there right now, and I've been getting pictures all day long. Tim is down there right now. Oh, okay. And I am very jealous. He, he's going to be, sounds like he's down there the rest of the month. He comes back for about five days, and then he heads back out with me. For another five or six days, and so yeah, I think I think he truly is living. He's he's homeless on Main Street. You think so? Yeah, I think he is. I I I didn't think that was legal, but okay. I think he's trying to take that role from me. Oh, okay. I need to be homeless on Main Street. Well, um, maybe he's working while he's there. Technically, so he's there. He's there with the son for a senior trip. I think he is there for work later on. Again. 
He got two trips. Um, he goes down quite a bit. You know, as an AP no, no, holder. No. His senior, his son had a senior trip when you were there. Oh, uh, that was two years. No, no, had, that was no, this that year. wasn't a senior trip. Was it a senior trip? Yeah. You sure. This spring, he took a trip, and he said it was for his senior year. He graduated with Joey. Did he go with it? No, I think he's going. I don't know. You ran into him. It was Aaron, his daughter. No, that he was with his. Or son. maybe he's with his daughter this time. I got pictures. I They're have on no our idea. Page. Anyway, he's down there. He's got some cool pictures. Maybe we'll post them. That'd be kind of cool. But go ahead and start us off with uh, the rumors or the news. I don't know which one you have first. I'm going to pull mine up. I'll be honest. I didn't prepare. Right? Go figure. Who's shocked by this? Oh, come on now. Yeah. I usually have pages yeah. of notes. He does usually have pages. Pages. At least 10 pages. I have nothing today, listeners. I apologize, so I'm completely winging it. It's all good. I got lots. That's great. Are you ready? You're going to keep me on track, but I'm going to wing it and... You're going to wing it? Yeah, wing it, wing it, wing it, wing it, whatever. (laughs) And just call it how I see it. Okay, sounds good. So first off, Nick, I have to tell you that we had four listeners that turned their favorites bracket in. That's it? Late. What? That's it? Four that turned them in late. Oh, four that turned them in late. I think that people thought I gave a deadline, but they called me and said, teacher. um, Are we still talking about this bracket stuff? Yes. Okay. What I'm do we very got? sorry. What do we got? I got to take care of my listeners. No, we no, we have to take care of our listeners. I get it. Yeah. So they said, you know, how much trouble, teacher, do we get in trouble if we're late with our homework? Can we still be a part? And I didn't have the heart to say uh, no. Going to make them all recess? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So I want to give a shout out to Anne, Heidi, and Rob Meister and to Leanne Schlatzhauer. They listen to our show Often, Anne is actually a former student of mine, and she is now currently, I think, a junior, which oh, I cannot even. Heidi, she yes. wanted talked about DBC, well, DBC yeah. and cruise line. Well, no, Disney the cruise, cruise line, line never made it. I never made it because I lost it. But her trip from but this summer, she doesn't went. believe me that I lost it. <laughs> she does. She Brad doesn't, doesn't believe you. I totally did. <laughs> but she also talked about DVC, and we know the first rule of the DVC club: don't talk you about know. it talk about the DVC club. So anyway, real quick, I'm going to run through their favorites, which will cover you, Nick, because um, it's going to take me a few minutes to do this. So classic animated movies. Now, keep in mind, I just told you, Anne is a junior in high school. So she also picked Cinderella. Oh, We're not going down every single choice, are we? Well, I, I'm, yes, I told them I would. They did all this hard work. Can I Can I just, here, I'll snag one. We'll make it move along a little sure. faster. We might as well you want to be Rob? We, we might as well just call this a bracket. No. It's going to go fast. No, no, you do yours. and I'll, I didn't just... know if you wanted a guy, is what I was saying. You don't care? Okay. No, I really don't care. Okay, so Anne says Cinderella for a classic animated movie. Wait, Rob? Well, we have an Anne and a Leanne? Yes, we do. Okay, you're Two different families. Okay. No, I just said that. You just weren't listening to me. I wasn't. Again. I wasn't. All right, go ahead. Anne says Cinderella. Rob says Snow White. What do Heidi and Leanne say? Rescuers. I don't know which one, though. And then... Could be the original. Leanne, Jungle Book, and Robin Hood. All right. Classic movies. Rob says Mary Poppins. And Anne says Swiss Family Robinson. Leanne, Mary Poppins, and Heidi Pollyanna. Pollyanna. Come on and play. Pollyanna. We'll go fishing. Want to? Okay. That was was pretty good. Favorite Renaissance movie from Rob is Little Mermaid. And Renaissance movie, Hunchback of Notre Dame, which we will talk about in a second. Ah. That we will talk about in a second. All right, Leanne has Mulan and Meet the Robinsons. We have uh, Heidi's Beauty and the Beast. Favorite Pixar? I, I agree with you, Heidi. Rob's Disney uh, Pixar movie is Coco, and Anne's is Coco as well. Leanne has Up and Inside Out, and we have Inside Out for Heidi. 
And Rob says that his favorite classic Disney character is Snow White, right up there with Nick and some other people Gotta we know. Gotta some snow. And Ian says Dopey, just like my daughter did. Leanne, Minnie Mouse, and Heidi Tinkerbell. Um, the favorite Pixar character by Rob is Woody. And the favorite Pixar character for Ian is Frozone. Leanne, Russell and Doug, and Heidi Dory. The classic Disney song for Rob is It's a Small World. And the classic Disney song for Ian is So This Is Love from Cinderella. Nice. Leanne's Let's Go Fly a Kite. Heidi, part of your world. The favorite Renaissance Disney song for Rob is How Far I'll Go. And the favorite Renaissance song for... My bad. Keep going. My favorite, the favorite Renaissance Disney song for Anne is Hakuna Matata. So favorite Disney classic song for Heidi is going to be Candle on the Water. And for Leanne. By Helen Reddy. Right. It's going to be Let's Go Fly a Kite. Now favorite Disney Renaissance song, Leanne, she said, I'll make a man out of you. That's not from the Renaissance period. Yes, but it's we will all talk good. about it but in it's a second. All, but it's all good. It's all good. You got, you know, I'm just glad you sent this in. And for Heidi, let's see here. Part of your world. The favorite Pixar song for Rob is Real Gone from the Cars movie. Oh, good good one. And the Pixar song for Anne is Un Poco Loco. Oh, good one. Heidi, she chose When Somebody Loved Me. And Leanne, I believe here, let's see, I Wouldn't Have Nothing If I Didn't Have You. Also a great one. Magic Kingdom ride. By the way, uh, Robin and uh, Heidi wanted to tell me the same thing that uh, Brad did, and that is that an attraction and a ride are the same thing, and they don't care what anybody says. They're the same thing. But anyway, so his favorite ride is Big Thunder Mountain, and Anne's favorite ride is Haunted Mansion. Heidi's going with Splash Mountain. Good choice, Heidi. I need to ride that with you sometime. And Leanne's going with Peter Pan. Rob's favorite Magic Kingdom attraction is the Tiki Room. And his daughter Anne's favorite is the Country Bear Jamboree. Yay! Heidi, Heidi's going with Carousel of Progress, and Leanne is going with the Monsters Laugh Four. Rob's favorite Epcot ride is Spaceship Earth, and Anne's is Journey into the Imagination with Figment. We have Heidi at American Adventure, and Leanne, she's going with Soren. Oh, okay. Rob's favorite attraction at Epcot is American Adventure, and. Anne says that Beer Garden is her favorite if that can be an attraction, and if not, she wants Pixar Schwartz. Why not? We have uh, Heidi's going with American Adventure over at Epcot for the attraction, and Leanne is going with Turtle Talk with Crush. And at Hollywood Studios, Rob's favorite ride is Rock and Roller Coaster. Anne says her favorite ride is Nick's favorite ride, Tower of Terror. <laughs> Leanne's going with Rock and Roller Coaster. Heidi's going with Toy Story Midway Mania. And the favorite Hollywood Studios attraction by Rob is Fantasmic. Totally agree, Rob. That's what I say. And the attraction for Anne is Muppets 3D. So Heidi agrees with me, and she's going with the Frozen Sing Along song. Excuse me, the Frozen Sing Along. That's because she likes to sing. Heidi, that's great. You know what? We have more in common than I thought. I, we had a lot of common. Our, our stuff matched up. And Leanne's going with Fantasmic. Uh, favorite Animal Kingdom ride is Expedition Everest for Rob. And Anne says Flight of Passage. Duh. Leanne also agrees with Flight of Passage. And Heidi's going with Expedition Everest. And the fan- favorite Animal Con- Kingdom attraction for Rob is Festival of the Lion King. And Anne says A Bug's Life. Heidi's going with Finding Nemo, the musical, Leanne, Festival of the Lion King. So I want to thank them, but I wanted to tell you that a loyal listener has wrote in to us this week, Nick. I'm not allowed. They want to remain anonymous because they do not want you mad at them. Uh, me? But they wanted me to, to point out to you that- Me? Yes. Upset? Yes. Okay, go ahead. That the Renaissance period runs from 1989 to 1999. They sent me the statistics. And the following movies are included in the Renaissance period, according to Disney. 
The Little Mermaid, The Rescues Down Under, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, Pocahontas, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Hercules, Mulan, and Tarzan all four fall into Disney's Renaissance. We did not say the Renaissance, the bulk of the Renaissance. That was the thing that set it off. You are correct. But they um, said that you owed an apology to Chrissy and to Kaylee because both of them, you said they were wrong because they picked Mulan and Hercules. But in fact... It was under the Renaissance period, according to Disney. All right, so according to Don Hahn... Who's Don Hahn? Oh, are you kidding me? No. So according to producer film, Disney film producer Don Hahn and former Disney executive Peter Schneider, they created a documentary called Waking Sleeping Beauty all about the Disney Renaissance period, and they only list those four movies in the Disney Renaissance period. It, to back this person up, I went to five other websites who also agreed with this person. So I just wanted to tell you, they said that Chrissy, it wasn't Chrissy or Kaylee, but they said that they thought you owed them an apology because they were right. I thought it was weird because Chrissy would know that so, working there. Okay. But anyway, I'm so, just telling you, those okay. might be no, the so, four so, biggest so. money makers. Yes. They kicked, they made the money for it. They brought it back. So the period, yeah, I agree with you. It started in 89, ended in 1999. Right. But the films that are the... Well, I'm going to backtrack here, I guess. I don't even know. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, they who, just said you who, were like, wrong. Who, who Chrissy, you should know this? better but than you know, this. But you know I don't mean it. Who... I'm not allowed to say. Are you kidding me? I seriously am not allowed Was it Lee? What? Was it Lee? It was not Lee. Was it... I'm not telling you. Will you just keep a going? A loyal listener? One of your friends, then? No, it's not one of my friends. Well, yes and no. Uh-oh. Jim? It's more than a friend. More than a friend? Yeah, I'm married to him. Brad? Yeah. I don't care. Brad, you're all good. All right, so who do I need to apologize to? Kaylee and Chrissy just say, I was sorry, girls. They really were part of the Renaissance period. I wasn't, because you went, you guys are wrong, Chrissy. So he, okay. Yeah, he edits, so it's going to come across, I guess, wrong. I don't listeners. Did I come across like I was mean? I don't know. No, he just wanted to let you know that it was longer, because he looked it up when he was trying to pick his Renaissance movie. Right. He just loves the lad. So he's going to always pick a lad. And I told you that's when we dated. You know, it's like the whole Bugs Life thing with Kaylee. We all have our movies. Joey's is the Incredibles. You get it. All right. Let's move on from that. No, it's all good. So the Renaissance period did did start in 89. It did technically end in 1999. But according to, like I said, Don Hahn. I don't know who this is. Anthony's brother? No, Don Don Hahn is... He's a Disney film producer. I'm totally kidding. And this is his last no, name. it's all good. And former Disney executive Peter Schneider give credit to the Renaissance period of just being those four films. Gotcha. But the credit, te- te- the that credit. Yeah. So technically, technically, it. I guess you could push that push that legacy back to 1999. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it matters if they just like that movie. It, all right. it really doesn't matter. So I apologize. Technically, got me on a technicality. <laughs> Just like I got you on 1937. Yes, I know. All right. Okay, so who... And you still haven't so, let me know, so I so, can still be on this Renaissance thing two okay. years later. So, Kaylee. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> who else? Kaylee, you better... Chrissy. Chrissy. Our good friend, Chrissy. I'm sorry, Chrissy. I love you. Well, I just... It was Chrissy. It, it didn't make sense to me. That's why I was like... And who else? Brad. And Brad? Bradley? No, Brad, you don't know. He, oh, was, part of, he was part of your four, so it didn't matter so it's, for him. it's just Chrissy and, and Kaylee? He was just listening. Yeah, that's all he said was we owe them an apology. I don't mind apologizing to, to Chrissy. But you do to Kaylee. I can't apologize to Kaylee. Why? I'm just joking. Okay. All right. 
So um, another thing we're backing up from last week is that we were talking about... No, we don't know any apologies for this. That was awesome. Lee totally is our reliable, loyal friend. Lee, we love you. We really hope you're going to come to Missouri sometime so we can pay you back for all don't the times. Don't come here. Yes, he Unless it's Mars. Well, he yeah. wants to come to Branson. Branson. Oh, Lee, you don't want to go to Branson. Well, he's going to go to church with me. Anyways, so... Church, what? What? Back up. What? He's going to go to church. We were talking churches, and so he list- he's been listening to my pastor. Yeah. We're going to come get some church on. Anyways, okay. so... All right, he can go to church with you, too. Your church looks pretty cool. So, anyways, we were talking last week, and and you had mentioned Babes in Toyland. That's Disney. There is a version for Disney, 1961, that Annette Finicello was in. And Lee, of course, looked that up for us. Let us know that that was true. It is a, There is a Disney version of Babes in Toyland. And he wanted us to know that the toy soldiers that are in the Christmas parade were the ones that were in the movie. Yeah, so that's where they come from. Right. I kind of thought that. Uh, even last year when I watched the parade, I can right. remember telling myself, Wow, those toy soldiers really do look familiar. Right. I really, and I even thought to myself, did it come from that movie or not? Crazy. So I kind of feel like he's like our little newscaster on the side. He also told us that he couldn't find a ride in Epcot that he liked when he went there, but he hasn't been there for a lot of years. His kids were four and six, and we both know that they are adults now. They're older than my children. And he said he liked the Millennium Village that was there, which was an expanded form of the World Showcase at the time. And, um... It was a 60,000-square-foot pavilion that opened its doors from October 1st, 1999 to January 1st, 2001, and the building is still used occasionally. Um, the Odyssey Restaurant in the Millennium Village was now is now known as World Showplace and is used during the Food and Wine Festival. And I think you know where that is. That's where Heidi says the best bathrooms are. Crickets. I'm totally blanking out because I'm reading about the Disney Renaissance period. <laughs> He's going to do a whole episode about the where, restaurants. Where are the best restrooms at? Right there, the American. It's that big thing that used to be the Millennium Village that that uh, was there when um, our good friend Lee was at Epcot. So he has been at Epcot. He just said at the time when he went in 2000-ish, when this Millennium Village was open, he didn't like any of the rides. Like he wouldn't say one of them was his favorite. Okay. But so, his favorite was the Millennium Village. So you said the best restrooms. The best restrooms over there in the American um, Adventure. No, that's your opinion. I'm just telling you. American Adventure? Yeah. Draw the boy. Those are good, too. And maybe Chris, or maybe Heidi doesn't know about those, but she always tells me to go to the bathrooms at that little roundabout before you get to Mexico. The big building that used right, to be where the right. Millennium Village is. No, okay. I'm sorry. I'm reading up on the Disney Renaissance. Like, I guess according to Wikipedia, I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong. It's okay for you to be wrong. I'm wrong. But no, I... I this crushes my soul. So, the four this movies crushes my made the soul. most money. Absolutely, by far. You are correct about them making... They made their mark more than the other movies. Yes. How can you... How can you... Have the Hunchback of Notre Dame. How can you even consider that part of the Renaissance period? I, I don't know, but Anne has it as her favorite movie. So, I think it just depends on what, you know, what time you were in your life. You were in high school when those movies, the four massive ones came out right so that's why they're so special to you that and i'm sure you sang little mermaid to your wife right what no. <laughs> see i just want to see if you're actually listening to me right now so i'm just gonna say funny all stuff. right moving on what else you got uh so the decorations from the bugs land that i talked about last week that's closing um, are being donated to nonprofit organizations. And so according to the Orange County Register, Disney is going to gift the iconic pieces so that others will be able to enjoy the playful insect world, which I thought was pretty cool. And they are sending the Flix Flyers over to Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind in Italy. 
and then they're going to be flown back and used at Pixar Pier. They're going to like refurbish them and redesign them and then bring them back and use them for Pixar Pier. So the Flix Flyers is not really going away per se. It's going to come back as a refurbished ride in the future. Okay. This is uh, for my golfers, by the way. I'm not a great golfer. Are you, Vicky? I used to be. When, when I, was I was in college, I was. Right. When I played every single day in high school, I was great. Oh, are you on the golf team? Was not. Oh, I just thought this. I had a buddy who had a, I, I guess you're part of the club. What would you call that? Uh, country club? No, like had a club membership. To a country club? Is that what it's called? To yeah. A country, okay. I don't know. To a golf club or whatever. Yeah. He could bring a guest. And so, so he brought the you. entire summer it was me and we went every single day and they actually changed the policy because of us that after that summer, you could they changed the policy, couldn't bring any, couldn't bring a guest because I, I went with them every single day. I got pretty good, but oh my gosh, it is not like riding a bike at all. Golf is not like riding a bike. So this is for my golfers. New enhancements are coming. New enhancements are coming, getting ready to begin over there at, I believe it's the Lake Bena Vista Palm and Oak Trail Courses. They're coming soon. Basically, you're going to have Mickey-shaped... Um, what are they called? Sand bunkers? Oh, okay. So, yeah, around those courses, you're going to have Mickey, uh, Mickey-shaped uh, sand bunkers. So you I'm need to bring to... your drone with you so you can get Well, you can't. It's, no, it's no drone zone. Can't do that over there, you know. So then how are you going to tell? Oh, when you hit, like, if you're like me... And you hit it in the sand? It always goes in the sand or the water. Oh, okay. It's like it's magnetic, right? Okay. I'm not getting in the water, though, because there might be a little croc in there. All of the... You're right. You're right. All... It comes with a free crocodile. All of the bunkers at Lake Buena Vista course will have new powdery white, that's what it calls it, powdery white sand added uh, with work beginning on June 18th and finishing in the middle of August. This is so late. Why am I even talking about this? Because you just want to keep people abreast of what's going on. This is why I should have notes. So Disney Springs Resort Area Hotels extend their park benefits through 2019, Nick. Uh, remember we talked about there are some resort, uh, there are some hotels, excuse me, around Disney Springs that they're allowing to make the 60-day fast passes and giving uh, magic bands to, and that would be the B Resort and Spa, Best Western Lake Buena Vista, Double Tree Streets by Hilton Orlando, Disney Springs area, Hilton Orlando Buena Vista Palace, Hilton Orlando Lake Buena Vista, Holiday Inn Orlando, Disney Springs area, and Wyndham Garden in Lake Buena Vista. So uh, you have the right, if you stay at any of those, that you will be able to book uh, Extra Magic. You'll be able to go to Extra Magic Hours and you'll be able to book your Fast Passes 60 days out if you stay in one of those resorts. And here's the interesting thing. you Did, did you have Gina Cole or was it Aaron that had Gina Cole? Or either one of you? No, I did not have Gina Cole. Well, I think she was in Kaylee. I want to say she was in Kaylee's fourth grade class when Aaron student taught. And um, she was just contacting me because she's going to Disney next week. And she said, do you know why I would get magic bands? I'm staying at the Best Western Lake Point of Vista. So when I was researching, I'm like, ding, ding, ding. This is why. And so I sent her the whole article because she said that Disney couldn't tell her why she got magic bands in there in the mail. <laughs> But she got magic bands, and she's staying at the Best Western Lake Buena Vista. So anyway, she was pretty excited about it. So that's I we need to get her on and interview her and her and her boyfriend go over Isn't here. Is it a good neighbor hotel? Yeah, it's one okay. of the Disney Springs right. hotels. Oh. But she didn't realize that. She thought because she was staying off property this time, oh, she God, wasn't going to get her God. magic bands. And then they came in the mail, and she was like, oh. So let's talk about these minivans. Uh, we already know you that. You really like those minivans. Well, you do. You want to take a ride. We, we talked about this last week, $150 to the airport. Crazy. Right? Crazy. And that I, I, we had mentioned that, hey, it's cheaper for Uber. That's like six haircuts. What? That's like six haircuts. Six hair for you? $150, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, me? I was like, taking off my hair and I got like no hair, they just buzz it, right? 
short on the sides, a little on top. What's left? $150 to the airport. You're laughing, I know. I, I told you last week, listeners, and Vic, I told you it's just cheaper to take an Uber. You're right. only going to be paying. Is that what this article says? Well, too? you're only going to be paying like 30 bucks to the airport, right? Maybe right. $30, $60 between there. It depends what kind of vehicle you're taking, luggage, all that good stuff. So I forgot about Lyft, by the way. That's another oh, yeah. place that, or another entity that can pick you up and, and take you wherever you want to go. But Disney's changing their pricing, so they're no longer going to charge you like a flat fee. Did we talk about this last week? You know, it's $25 for a flat fee to go anywhere. Yes. They're changing that policy. Oh, okay. So it's going to it's gonna depend on the distance. Well, and it really should going. be like that. Right. People have responded, and, and this is just from w, uh, WDinfo, WDWinfo.com. If you look at this, it's the article, Minivans Changing Their Pricing Structure. Gotcha. We have some people responding to this saying, you know, I'm glad to see this. I would have loved to use the service, uh, but Lyft is only $10 a ride. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Some people have used it in the past and went back to doing Uber or Lyft because it's cheaper, like a fraction of the cost. Right. All of this, I, it goes on. It goes on. It goes on. Everyone's still saying, even if you change the price, right, from that flat 25 fee, let's say, you know, it's still cheaper to pick up a Lyft or an Uber. I guarantee you. Not as cool of a ride, though. Really? <laughs> what makes it so cool on the inside, though? I mean, what do you the, mean on the inside? The outsides. Mean, put your inside so you don't see trim, the outside. But everybody around you does, and they see you get out of it. So it's a status thing. Yes, it is. So you're paying for status. You know, you've got to have status sometimes. You know when the people pull up at restaurants or whatever, and they're in a limo, and you're like, oh, they're in a limousine. Right, so you're bringing up a great point. Someone said if they wanted to go, they wrote this down below under right. the blog. If they wanted to go to an airport, they could get a limo cheaper for right. for the price of a minivan and be seen, like you're saying, right. getting out of a limo and having all the luxury uh, items inside of we all the We took a limo to the limo. airport one time because it was cheaper than a taxi Right, I bet you had food in there. I bet you well, had, like, we weren't candies there and stuff. Enough. Oh, okay. We weren't in there down. So anyway, people are just writing in saying, hey, it's still it's cheaper to take an Uber or a Lyft, even with the price change. Right. So I guarantee you, Disney's, it'd be in their best interest. Please don't do this, Disney. But it would be in their best interest to nix Uber and Lyft on their property. Like, as far as making money Why on the property. Why did you say that? Well, I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen next. They, they can't possibly have take care of enough people that way. I'm just saying. They're going to have to get a lot more mini can, fleet. Can Disney do that? I'm sure they can. Oh, I'm sure they can. People making money on their property. That's is bad show, Nick. It's technically their money. You it's know, that's what, they're, that's what they're going to say. Anyway. They make a lot of money. Live action Lady in the Tramp remake reportedly adds Yvette Nicole Brown to the cast. She's going to play Aunt Sarah in the new film, the live action film of Lady in the Tramp. And it doesn't have a release date yet, but it is headed to the Disney streaming service, which is scheduled to launch in 2019, as we've talked about multiple times. Charlie Bean, who's the director of Lego Ninjango movie, which I'm sure you know from your son. He just watched it for the first time on Sunday, and it was just bits and pieces of it. Really? Because yep. he was talking to me about it like he had seen it. Okay. Oh, no. He, bits and pieces of it last Sunday. No, no, no. This was, I don't know, a while ago, and I thought he had seen it. Maybe he read a book or something. Anyways, he will be directing the film with uh, Tessa Thompson and Justin Thoreau. And Brown is joining them as the title character. Additionally, Benedict Wong will voice a stray English bulldog named Bull. How original is that? What's his name? <laughs> He's a bulldog, and his name is Bull. Bull. Ashley Jensen, known for playing Christina McKenney on ABC's Ugly Betty, and Maggie Jacobs on HBO's Extras, will voice the Scottish Terrier named Jackie. 
This remake is just one of the several projects that will be exclusive to the upcoming streaming service, which we've been talking about. I'm interested to see when it comes out how much it's going to be. And the, and the name of it has flip flops. That's a right, times. Disney Play. Right. The Orlando. This is according to the Orlando Business Journal. They've finally confirmed that the real estate firm Tishman and MetLife, we all know they're the investment management team, the owners of Walt Disney World, Swan, and Dolphin Resort, they finally announced, so the rumors are, the long rumors are finally gone, kicked to the side, kicked to the side of the street. They're finally going to build a 14-story, 349-room hotel tower that's going to be built on the current site of where the resort's tennis courts are located. That's right. It's going to have, um, did you see this? It's going to have meeting rooms with rooftop terrace and over 21,000 total square feet. I saw that. I saw that. It's going to be cool. So 198 are traditional rooms, but 161 of them are going to be suites. And it has a restaurant that only seats 75. That's not a lot of restaurant space. A 75 seat restaurant, including a 60 seat lounge. How many traditional rooms did you say? It says 198 traditional. The rest are suites. 151 in suites. Okay, 151 in suites. Got it. And then it's going to have a full health club. And then the outdoor luxuriously landscape is going to be 16,800 square feet. Elevated deck with a fire pit and 90 foot long pool. Is that Olympic size? I have no idea. I was just trying to It's a big pool. Yeah, it's a very big pool. You know, you have one in your backyard like that, right? Right. (laughs) So Auntie Edna short is going to be included in the Incredibles 2 digital and Blu-ray releases. Everybody was, you know, so enthralled with Auntie Edna in Incredibles 2 with her involvement with Jack-Jack. Director Radbird announced that on Twitter that he would be including it on both the digital and the Blu-ray release of and the Incredibles 2. And the short was directed by Ted Mathot, who served as the story supervisor in the feature film. In his tweet, Bird wrote, Many of you have suggested we show what transpired the night Edna babysat Jack sat. Well, we were way ahead of you. Incredibles 2 will release digitally October 23rd before it hits Blu-ray on November the 6th. And um, it will include that short with Edna and Jack-Jack, Auntie Edna, as she likes to be called. And I can't even talk like her. She's got that regular voice. Anyways, uh, meanwhile, the film has now racked up over $1.1 billion at the global box office, making it the highest grossing animated film of all time. So here's something interesting, Vicki. I just came across this, like literally just now. I didn't realize this back in July. I want to say July. Let me go back. I was just skimming it. Yeah. Back on the 21st of July... A man was arrested and charged with false reporting of a bombing. So this guy, uh, Lazarchik, was reportedly... Let's see here. Let me go back. Let me back up. He was visiting from New Jersey, and he was at the parks. People were saying while in the park, he was claiming to be sent from Al-Qaeda and that he was going to basically bomb the park. This happened on the 21st. This is according to the Orlando Sentinel. Let me, I guess, just read you the article. Orange County deputies arrested Gregory Lazarczyk. He's 56 years old after reporting to two cast members their greeting at Disney Saratoga Springs. So that's where it took place. Springs Resort and Spa. That he was sent by Al-Qaeda to blow the place up. Crazy. Who goes and tells people that? Crazy people. <laughs> this is true. We talked it's about like, that. As Will Ferrell would say, he's taking crazy pills. On 9-11 with my students, we talked about because they said, why would somebody do that? And I said... People have sick brains, and they're like, your brain can get sick. And I'm like, okay, this is as far as we're going with this conversation. second graders, they don't get it. Right. Well, we did watch a very good, I don't know if you got to watch anything with your students. I I talked about it. They asked a million questions. We had that moment of silence, which I thought was awesome this morning. We haven't done that in years, Vicki. 
Right. With our past principles. Right. So it was kind of cool to actually have that, but at the same time, a lot of questions came from that. Kids didn't understand why or what was going on. Right. Which so we tells had to talk me that parents aren't talking about it at home. A handful right. knew exactly, but it, stuff that if your parents aren't talking to you about it, then I probably shouldn't be talking to you about it. So. Well, I just showed a reading rainbow. It's, it's a shame though that we have to think that way. Right. It really is. Well, Lavar Burton does such a great job. I found a. a, a, a little video rain, reading rainbow and he introduced it well but he took on the take of it where one of the schools that was nearby the twin towers that had to be evacuated for so long he went and interviewed those kids and how they wrote a song thanking the united states for coming together and sending them stuff to give back to their school and stuff it was very very cool the kids liked it i had one little girl that cried and i did let my parents know that i did it because i said i wanted them to know why we did a moment of silence this morning so walt disney world announces disney after hours event dates for late new 2018 and early 2019 so they have i don't know 10 or 12 dates where you can pay the hard ticket events uh, or hard ticket event $125 and you can go in and have access to 25 attractions with a minimal weight and a minimal crowd. You also get ice cream and some bottled beverages included in your ticket now, which I'm not sure, Nick, if they said that at the beginning or not, but they have dates all the way through March 7th now. They did want to let everybody know that if you're going to be there between the times of January 7th and January 17th and January 24th, that Peter Pan's going to be closed for some refurbishments. So if you're wanting to come, they wouldn't come during those dates. If you're specifically going to ride Peter Pan on those three January dates, you might want to pick something else. Here's something funny. I mean, well, well, cool. Here's something cool. And then there's a rebuttal to uh, someone that responded to this article. Incredibles 2, you know, hit 600 million mark at the box office. That's domestically okay. Uh, around the world, globally, let's see here. I know it's way more than that. $1.16 billion at the box office globally, which makes it the second highest film, animated film of all time. It definitely deserves it. That was a really cool, cool animated film. Someone responded. This is great. I, I read the article and I just skim it and I go down to see what people have to say. This came from Harold. Harold E., it says, With movies making this much money, why does Disney have to charge for parking at their Florida resorts and raise the fees for entering the theme parks? People spend money at their movies, buy Disney products, and go to their resorts, and they are asked to spend money all the time. More and more and more and more. We can't get a break. They are pricing me and my family out of Disney. Which you've been talking about. Well, pricing out the middle class. For years. Yeah, they kind of, I mean... Like, well, if we don't start making more money, uh, they definitely are pricing out the middle class here. Yeah. But I find this funny. I This guy's basically saying, he goes on, he, he goes on to say, isn't Disney making up for that money by us buying their products and stuff like that? But no, I mean, Disney does a lot of great things. You know, the fireworks show alone, I forget how many. Millions. Tens of thousands it costs a day. Well, because. Just to have the fireworks. I thought it was like a million dollars at least for the two shows in one park a day. No. No, no, really? Let's... I would think they got a discount, but somebody told me that I had no idea how much pyrotechnics cost. Here, let's, let's look it up. Let's look up on, on, on the Googles. All right, on the Googles, you look that up, and I'm going to talk about this next thing. You're always talking about VIP pass holders, Nick, and how we need to do things for them. So Disney has now launched a support service for annual pass holders. They have their own phone line for questions, so they don't have to wait with the normal, uh, everyday customer that has a thousand questions, because obviously they've been there before if they're VIP pass holders. And they have their own phone line. It's 407-WDW-PASS, and their hours are 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. 
So if you have any questions, you can chat with a pass holder program professional between those hours if you have any questions. If you have anything beyond those hours, then I think you have to go through the regular system that the rest of us go through. So the Magic Kingdom alone annually spends about $12 million a year, but uh, some other... Maybe they said it's a million a month. That's not they more. spend about $55,000 between forty-one dollars and $55,000 a night. And another article says they spend, what I just say, how many million a year annually? $12 million. $12 million. $12 million. The New Year's Eve fireworks at just the Magic Kingdom alone can cost over $100,000. That's insane. They're pretty cool. So that's why our, that's why I guess we're paying for parking. You know, I, I don't, fireworks. I'm just, no, I'm not saying because of fireworks. I, that's I, why the price of the park went up. It's, it's, it's a way for our Disney to make money. Okay. That's right. So Disney on Ice, Mickey's search party is touring the country right now. And I don't know about you, Nick. Did you ever take Colin to Disney on Ice? No, I've been a handful of times with Colin. I mean, excuse me, with Aaron's brother. Oh, Jason. okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we, we've gone a few times with, with him. You should surprise Colin because I think he would really like it. That is one of our, some of my childhood favorite memories is when my parents took me to Disney on Ice. And so this Disney on Ice show, Mickey's Search Party, is not what you would think. I'm not going to give away the storyline in case you want to go see it. But the other stories that will be involved with Mickey are Beauty and the Beast, Toy Story, Moana, Coco, Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, and Frozen. So it looked like a really cool show. Um, I actually was thinking, I know this is crazy, Nick, but now that I'm an empty nester, I was thinking... Brad and I should go see Mickey on Ice. <laughs> That's dedication. I just, I, it's yeah, a but good then show. Yeah, but then you're going to be around all the chillins, and you're going to be all sad and stuff, because no. your chillins are gone, and, you're, and then you're going to remember, oh, Bradley, remember when our kiddos were this age, no. and we sat there, and, you know, get, you know. I've been like, doing very well, I thank you very I, much. I think you have, but I haven't seen you outside of school that much. Yes, you have. Well, we hung out, what, that was a Saturday night? Yeah, and, home. and I went to a concert, like, the first weekend they were gone, and I stayed out till 3 o'clock in the morning, well, 2 o'clock in the I morning. Wasn't but you. but I but I did that. I know I was shocked that you went out. And then and I made out. a real fast trip last minute to Rala and to see my son that I didn't plan on. Listeners, it's like it's like it's like a couple that goes through a new divorce and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they go out and they're staying out and partying. You know what I'm talking about, right? You you know, we see it all you the time. We divorce? See, no, no, we see it all the time here. You know? Oh like, yeah. Like couples that get divorced and all of a sudden the, the other couple, even with my own family, like, oh we got this freedom, I'm no longer a soccer mom, I'm gonna go out and have fun and party up sort of like with you you know you're empty nesters you don't have the kids anymore you're gonna go out party it up you're gonna go have fun you have your life back well we had our life before it just it was a different life and so we had to do it i think that we did well because joey was starting to break his way away from us this last year hanging out with his friends more and so we were by ourselves more and we got a chance to know what that was going to be like so this is funny i i was kind of sad nick that you said you didn't really have anything because i thought for sure that you would pull up this article yeah and i'm out i'm out clean i was you know listeners i don't have notes this week i do apologize it's kind of fun doing spur of the moment yeah it just didn't feel planned like to at find all. those fired pieces i wasn't planned at all and i do still feel bad about the whole renaissance thing i'm bringing that back up okay again, you're but, fine but i'm sorry guys Th- they're fine um, they're not mad at you neither one of them i know they're not uh but yeah i'm out i'm fresh out what do you got so barack obama this week spoke to a crowd in southern illinois i mean southern california sorry i'm thinking where he came from and he said that he visited the happiest place on earth when he was in college and him and his friends were smoking cigarettes. He wanted to make sure everybody knew that. And they were kicked out of Disneyland. 
they were forcibly removed. Because, when was this? Uh, it, when he was, when he was in college. So what? Seventies, sixties, or seventies? I don't know. When? How old is he? I can't remember. I have no idea. But anyways, I just thought it was funny. That I don't know. The the birth certificates have never been released. <laughs> okay. So, but he said. I can't, I can't. But I'm I just saying. Say it. I had to say. It. He said no. It, he. I guess somebody questioned him and said, "Is it true that you were thrown out of Disneyland?" And he said, "It is true." So, so apparently he was a huge smoker. Even even and at I don't the White think House. I knew that because his wife's such a health kick. He he is such a. Uh, so he's a right, right. So remember when she came out with her her thing? You know, the first ladies have to do something. Yeah. Right? And her thing was healthy foods. Right. And implementing that into the schools. Well, she got a lot of questions about that about her husband, how he smokes all the time. You know, there are pictures of him all the time uh, out doing, you know, I didn't know that. In sporting activities. And when he'd take a break, there are pictures out there of him just lighting one up and, and smoking. He was, I did not know that. But the media did a great job, though, of keeping it out. Like of, Disney? Uh, well, no, no, just out of the media light. Right, like Walt, because you know? he didn't want anybody to know. But apparently this guy was a chain smoker. I did not know that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like fresh out of all news, by the way. Just give you guys a heads up. Um, we said that earlier. We had quite a bit of news, Vicky, actually. do you have anything else? Uh, that's it. All right, Vixter. Sorry about that, listeners. Kind of underprepared today, but uh, I do apologize. I know you understand. So, Vicky, well, why don't you take us back? Here we go. We're traveling backwards in time. Right now, we're leaving the world of today behind. So if your imagination is ready, here we go. September 12th, September 12th, 2001, the day after the United States is attacked by the terrorists, all the Disney parks are reopened for business. And then to help ensure the safety of all the Disney guests, a decision was made to increase the security measures within the parks effective immediately. The most obvious of the increased measures include the inspection of all packages, parcels, backpacks, that's not changed, being carried by guests prior to entering the parks, and the New Year's Eve nightly celebration at Pleasure Island was canceled. The Federal Aviation Administration placed a flight restriction over the Disney World Resort and extended out three-mile radius from Cinderella's Castle and up to 3,000 feet tall. So... Um, I know we talked about a, li- a little bit already in the, this podcast and last week, but uh, that definitely was a time that changed all of our lives. Um, I wish somebody said this well this morning or yesterday morning, sorry, was that they wish that we had the same feeling of unity in, in the United States as we did then. Because yeah, people ev- are, are quick to forget. Everybody was for everybody else and everybody was caring for everybody and not thinking about themselves and I mean as a nation we're pretty selfish. Yeah we all believe the same. September 13th 2010 Disneyland employees take part in Minnie's Moonlight Madness. This intrigued me Nick so that's why I picked this one. An annual fundraiser the event pits four person teams of Disney employees and their family members and friends against each other in a trivia game and a scavenger hunt and then they win prizes for a charity. I thought that was pretty cool. September 14th, 1964 at the White House, the United States president at the time was Johnson and he presented Walt Disney with the Medal of Freedom, the nation's highest civil honor. The recipients of the medal are those who have made outstanding contributions to security or national interest of the United States or to world peace or those who have made significant public or private accomplishment. Pretty cool. Um, I never saw that picture until this week. Had you ever seen an interview of that? I mean, that's pretty prestigious. I mean, you'd think that we would have seen that with Walt in something. Nick's nodding at me in case you can't hear his head shaking. September 15th, 2012. Starting this day, Disney World guests can dive under the sea with Ariel and become part of her world when the Little Mermaid wing at Disney's Art of Animation Resort officially opened. The resort's fourth and final phase 
value property featured a large life, a larger than life aerial overlooking the Little Mermaid Courtyard, and it has 864 standard hotel rooms. Really neat resort, by the way. Is that the one you stayed in? No, I haven't stayed in. You stayed in cars? No, I've stayed in. So those aren't suite rooms. Those are just your standard rooms over there. The aerial or the mermaid section, the little mermaid section. Cars, yeah, Lion King and Finding Nemo. Okay. Yeah. September 16th, Walt, the man behind the myth, a TV special about Walt Disney airs as part of the wonderful world of Disney on ABC. And it was narrated by Dick Van Dyke. The two hour show features interviews with some of the people who knew Walt best. Man, how long has it been? <sighs> I lost the year. 2016. No, it was September 16th, but oh. the year didn't paste through. Oh, I just no, saw that. Been. Was that just a year ago? No. Two years ago? I don't know. It was two hours though. I want to find it because I want to watch it. September 17th, 2006. You know you can YouTube it. Everything's on YouTube. September 17th, 2006. Kevin Brody, 44 of Bree, California, posted time of one minute, I mean, excuse me, one hour, 11 minutes, and 31 seconds to lead the field of more than 9,700 participants en route to victory in the inaugural Disneyland Half Marathon in Anaheim. Brody, a former Disneyland character, or excuse me, cast member, finishes just a minute and a half over Benjamin Gomez Gutierrez, 30 of Jalosta Tillian, Mexico, who finished one minute, uh, one hour, 13 minutes and four seconds. No laughing from you, I guess. Sorry, no, I was looking up when the, uh, what, the man behind the myth. I'm sorry. Like when that finally aired. Now, you said it, Dick Van Dyke. He narrated, narrated it. the film. Yes. And we know Dick Van Dyke died in no. 2000. No, his brother died. He's still alive. Oh, okay. Jerry Van Dyke died. Okay. Jerry Van Dyke died. Yes. Okay, last year. Because he's younger. He no, was, it was this year. It was the beginning of this year. Jerry Van Dyke this year? I thought it was last year. But anyway, yeah, It because we thought it was interesting. He's three or four years younger than Dick Van Dyke, and he's still kicking. Yeah, see, that's why I was, th- I was thinking. I was like, did he pass away already? I. So, anywho, I just looked up, though, um, when it came Man out. Behind the Myth, and it says 2001. That's, oh, that's 17 years ago. It's really been that long. Then what the heck am I thinking that just was released on television a couple of years ago? That With was Dick Van Dyke, they had his birthday party and it was a big celebration. And he, I don't know. Maybe I'm getting, blending the two, blurring the two together. I have no idea. You know, Dick Van Dyke's awesome. Anyway, September 18th is my last one, Nick. Two, year 2000 when my son was born. Yeah, because Dick... Sorry, I know I'm... No, go ahead. I'm, You're fine. Dick Van Dyke's going to be in the new Poppins Mary film. Poppins. Isn't he going to be in the new Poppins He's going to be an extra character, yes. Okay. I think they said he's going to be the banker. I am not with it, like, at all today. It's all right. Yeah. Good thing it's Wednesday. Like my mind is really going. This is crazy. <laughs> Let's roll. And the last one I have for you is that on September 18th, 2000, the production began on the newest live-action film at the time, The Princess Diaries in San Francisco, which is still, to this day, one of my family's favorites. We'll watch it over and over. Listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast, Entertains That Space Between Your Ears. Go ahead and follow us on all of our social media accounts. You can follow me on Instagram. Please do that. Go ahead and subscribe. You're going to search for Mousecapades underscore Nick, and I'll pop right up. You can go ahead and subscribe to me and see all of my cool photos and pictures that I've uploaded and also don't forget to check us out on Facebook but you must type in The Mousecapades Podcast and also our Twitter account Mousecapades Pod. If you're interested in becoming a guest or want to come on the show you have a question, comment go ahead and email us as well mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or looking for some travel go ahead and email us travel at mousecapadespodcast.net you can always text into the show as well 407-674-0414 be sure to listen to Friday's show because we will be having a rousing conversation of Would You Rather. You want you don't want to miss 
Nick and I as we bicker about which we would rather do and why we would rather do it. And I have actually printed out a card game for this episode. But remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, Nick and I would like to thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Fixed our things about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a a magical magical day, day, my friends. friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.